Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is good, everybody? Welcome to episode 22 of the Yinzers podcast, a.k.a. the Depressed Steelers Fangirl podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Morgan Erzo, here with my co-host, Samantha James and Jordan DeFigio. Uh, are we in the twilight zone? Did we just relive the Bengals all over again and their colors changed? Like, how are we feeling? Terrible. Like I'm, I'm not even gonna try to find like a cute way to say it. I just feel so terrible. It was legitimately like a carbon copy of the Bengals game, but against a better team. (laughs) I mean, it was an embarrassment. It was hard to watch. I today, this morning, was getting ready to study some film. Our friend Hunter, friend of the show said maybe consider stabbing your eyes with rusty spoons instead and to be quite honest with you that was the better option like i yeah that's what i should have done i wouldn't be here tonight with you guys but like at least you would never have to watch anything that horrific ever again it would have been more enjoyable here's the thing Like, we are entering, for a lot of Steelers fans, younger Steelers fans in particular, myself not so much, and I'm sure you guys remember some of the tough times, younger Steelers fans, like, I just threw my shoe across the room. I don't know how else to tell you to get ready. It's going to get rough. It's going to be a cold winter in Pittsburgh. But let's jump right into the game recap and uh, we can discuss, you know, how frigid this <sighs> effing winter is about to be. So let's talk about the good because, as we all know, there was not much of it. Yeah. What did you guys be, like what, that you saw yesterday out of everything that was, you know, just so worth talking about? What did you like? Oh, um, Najee got his Arthur first Mol- touchdown. Oh, you could. Yeah. No, we're we're just like one of the two things. We're grasping at straws here. Like yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Najee got his first rushing touchdown and overall he he's just so strong. Like if we can get a supporting cast around him, he's going to be really good in, in He the is league. a bright light. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that he is something that is a breath of fresh air 
in a room of um, decaying bodies. Yeah, a morgue. <laughs> He's an infant zombie, like a fresh newborn baby. The apocalypse. Sam, what were you going to say? Here. <laughs> I actually thought that Arthur Mullet looked really good yesterday. Like there was a couple plays that I saw him. Um, one, it seemed like he. I don't know if it was honestly just good timing or not, but he seemed to like disrupt one of Devonte Adams' routes. And then another one that I saw, or he had a good tackle too. And I was like, oh, okay, like it wasn't completely disappointed. And there, that was a bright spot. <laughs> How would yeah. you guys say the defense did uh, containing Devonte Adams? Devonte Adams was eh, there. Were there were some. There was real blown coverage in the secondary yeah. a couple times, um, but overall, I felt like and we'll get to this in the bad because that obviously <laughs> there's more of it. But like, I felt like they were more decimated on the ground than they were in the air. Like, not that Aaron Rodgers had a bad game, but I was very surprised by the ease with which the Packers moved the ball with uh, uh, Aaron Jones and um, AJ Dillon. That was, I mean, not unexpected. Be, right. I, I totally agree. And while I think that our defense is not the players who came back from missing last week, while I feel like they may not be at 100% right now, mm -hmm. um, looking at TJ specifically right now, uh, not that he did anything terrible. It's just yeah. he wasn't TJ. Uh, we really are feeling the loss of Tyson right now uh, with mm -hmm. that run with the struggles against the run, we are really feeling uh, how crucial he is to this defense, to this team. Yeah. So sucks to see. Um, what about the O-line? Did you like anything you saw on the O-line? Uh, it wasn't as bad as last week. Yeah. Yeah. They were could only it have moderately bad. Worse. It could but have been worse. Yes. Could yes. it have been worse than last week? Like, no, was that point. possible? Yeah. No. Because is this really a good thing or was it just inevitable? <laughs> yeah, I think they hit their floor and yeah. we've seen them at their absolute biggest shit show. So it, I, I think that it was only bound to, it was only a matter of time before they inevitably sucked less. And I'm trying to be very, uh, purposeful with the adjectives I'm using because they still weren't good. They just weren't as bad. They were less ass trash than last week. Exactly. Yes. They were. It's, that's the scale we're using. They were not assless trash, but um, somewhere between. Like all those ass trash shirts trash. that we have in the Yinzer shop. I never thought we would need one to say the Steelers are ass trash, but the we do. Line is ass trash. You know, all of it, all of the above. It's, Everyone but so Najee is ass trash. Yeah, which is <laughs> heartbreaking. It is. It is. Um, let's move right on while we're talking about ass trash. Our signature <laughs> slogan: um, the bad. Let's talk oh. first. Oh, yeah. about the elephant in the room, our favorite elephant of all the elephants, <laughs> Ben. What was up with him? And, what, and it wasn't just his body physically. I was saying it all game. He, he looks 
mentally lost. He looks so disoriented yeah. every time he, he gets on the field. He's not reading the defenses. It's so bizarre to me. And okay, let's talk about before we talk about Ben his deficiencies yesterday. Let's talk about Charlie Batch today because Charlie mm. came out and said the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, Matt Canada have taken away Ben's ability to call audibles at the line of scrimmage. We saw evidence of this, mm -hmm. direct evidence of this, because mm -hmm. there was the, the play where Juju tried to extend where there was no absolutely no way he was going to get the first down. He was five oh, yards back. Oh, my God. But that angel man tried to extend and get the first down. Mm -hmm. The Green Bay was very clearly showing signs of zone defense very clearly the cbs were lined up at the sideline dead giveaway zone we run a play that is that is only successful in man coverage ben sees these cbs line up he sees where the defense where the defenders are lined up how the scheme looks and he is able at that time normally to call an audible and say hey this play that Canada wants us running right now, ain't going to fly with what I'm reading with this defense. And he didn't do that. And listen, Ben's 37. He's not mentally inept. Right. I think Charlie is exactly right. And Ben has been somewhat handcuffed in his ability to call audibles and change the play at the line of scrimmage. What do you guys think? I, I mean, I wouldn't dispute that because looking at some of the plays, I mean, he, he visibly looks frustrated. The receivers look frustrated. I mean, you can't throw a ball to a receiver and expect him to break that many tackles. It, it's just not possible. They're all frustrated watching it. And it's, it's, it's got to be a very uncomfortable situation for all of them to be in. I just don't know how you rectify it because what, what we're seeing now, and I'm going to take it the philosophical approach and like a 30,000-foot view, ben has, ben has grown tremendously as a person since he got drafted by the team. Uh, he, he is so different now than he was then, and I think that he really has become way more humble and grounded, and I think that that – makes him a really good leader in a lot of ways and the kind of antithesis to who Aaron Rodgers is where he just kind of if he doesn't like something he's very vocal about it and makes it known mm -hmm. and is kind of a diva however I feel like in this instance with the fresh offensive coordinator um this disconnect between what the offense is capable of and the way that they're running plays like Ben could probably stand to take on a little bit more of a diva mentality mm -hmm. because he knows what he, he has such a good understanding of the game. And if that is the case where he's being handcuffed, so obviously Tomlin isn't speaking Speak up. up. Canada's yeah. not doing anything. It's yes. like Ben needs to, take he needs to take the reins and be like no stop it 
This is turn the headset off. It's my offense. Yeah, just Matt Canada is up in the box. Turn the headset off. If this is actually what's happening, right? Mm -hmm. And Ben is told you may not call audibles at the line. First of all, first of all, is he actually like? If that's the case, and Ben looks at a defense and he's able, maybe we're overestimating him because if he's able to see. Hey, they're they're clearly in zone. This play we're about to run is not going to work. We're not going to make this. And this is a must. Like, we have to get this first down right here. It's do or die. Is Ben really saying, well, oops, I'm not allowed. Yeah. Oh, shit, I'm not allowed. Like. That seems a little bit extreme. So, like, while I understand and can see Charlie's point. And say, yeah, maybe. Like, and maybe Ben's just trying not to piss anyone off, be a team player, because everyone likes to say Ben's not a team guy. Yeah. You know, I don't Great. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of the two. Maybe he's trying to expose Matt Canada. I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is as far as when it comes to understanding this game, mm-hmm. he's one of the oldest in it. He's been doing it for the longest out of almost anyone. Mm-hmm. You would think that he could look at that defense and read it a little better than he is. But he's missing guys wide open. He's missing reads. Fryermuth yesterday. Oh, that, that one makes me sick. Wide open that. down the seam. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. even see him. Didn't even. Completely looking this way. Right. And so. I mean, I saw the dumbest tweet ever yesterday, which was somebody saying, I can only follow on GameCast, but is Ben purposely throwing these games? Like, no dipshit. He's not. But I almost, like, like, what else makes sense? I'm not saying he is. I'm, I don't think he is, but like, it feels like that almost. But when when there's a disconnect, it's like, what other explanation is there? Exactly. Ugh. Like we're trying to make sense of this and cerebrally it does not. It does not compute. Yeah. I can't. None of it makes sense. It's just really, really frustrating to watch. Especially yes. after last week. Like I was expecting some adjustments. And while mm-hmm. the O line did not look as bad, there was which again is the floor now just so low that right. we think they look good or better. And, and let's and how frustrating was it for them to come out and score first thing? Oh mm-hmm. my God. I was like, fine. Here we go. Like, this is it. This is how our team comes together. It's going to be so poetic and beautiful and just shit the bed after that. And for Matt Canada to come out before this game and say, we're not changing anything. We're just going to keep doing us. How arrogant. How totally out of touch and stupid is that? Exactly. Pro- uh, and then he did it. What, what's the and point? then he did what's it. The <laughs> and then he, he did yeah. it. it, Guys, it wasn't at least he's a man show. of his word. At oh least he's God. a man of his word. 
I tweeted I, that. And I was like, that's the only thing Matt Canada has going for him now is he didn't lie to us. Yeah, he's honest. <laughs> that's it. That's all you got, Matt. I am going to say, yes, there is a lot of blame to go around again. Yes, there is. Less so on the offensive line this week, maybe marginally. Mm-hmm. More so on Ben, maybe marginally. Two big throws to Juju. He should. Yeah. He overthrew Juju on that. Should have been a touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. And Juju took mm-hmm. the entire blame, carried that on his shoulders, and is suffering today because of it. Like, that man will take all of the blame for everything because that's the kind of player and teammate that he is. Yeah. And but realistically, any of us who watch that game and aren't haters of a specific wide receiver know that that was on Ben. Mm-hmm. And, even, okay, even put another wide receiver. Say it was Deontay Johnson. No wide receiver is going to come out and say, oh, it's Ben. Because you know what? The media is going to say, oh, look, another Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Yep. That's that. It's a diva mentality. Exactly that's right. exactly what it's going to come back to. And Juju's I mean, smart for taking the high road and saying, you know what, it's all on me, and I have to do better. Yeah. And that is what it is. I mean, seeing him on the sideline throwing the iPad was like gut wrenching. Yeah, because you know he would, you know, he's a, that's upsetting. It's an upsetting play, and he knows how Pittsburgh media is. Mm-hmm. And how that's going to get spun and how it did get yeah. spun because we all saw on Twitter how many people wanted to say AB would have made that catch. AB would have laid out for it. Or the video that they quote tweeted saying that yeah. him saying, oh, Ben's, it's all Ben's fault or it's whatever. Yeah. You guys know which video I'm talking they, about. Trying to lip sync yeah. They were trying to read his lips. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a like, Ben problem is what they thought he said. That's what it was. Yeah. You can, again, it's like, it's bad lip reading. Right? Like, you could mm-hmm. make him have said anything. Right. Your mom's a hoe. Oh, but you just <laughs> said your mom's a hoe on the yeah. sideline. Your mom sucks. <laughs> but now, just, at least now people can't say that he doesn't care because he very obviously I'm does shocked care. that anyone yeah. has ever said that about him. He's, he shows that he cares. It's, like, he's an emotional player. It is yeah, what it yeah. is. Like, yeah. we know Juju gives a gives a shit so i'm not yeah, worried about that shit, but i would say more than you don't many, you yeah. don't stay for shit. less money unless you give a shit you just you just right. don't right. i just hope he isn't regretting staying for less money <sighs> i know that makes me nervous i'm sorry oh, but he's gotta be wouldn't you be because oh the absolutely only thing that this the first four games of this season have done the only thing they've done is drive down his market value Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he's not seeing the ball right it, it is the only thing yeah. that that's done. He's not Same when thing. he's getting when he is getting looks, they're being overthrown. They're being you underthrown. Know, it's the same thing. I had this thought today with Pat Firemuth. It's like I think he's a phenomenal player and he's great, but eleven targets in four games. What are we doing? That's unacceptable. You, that, you're, you're, he's a second round draft pick, and mm-hmm. every single time what? he has gotten the ball he has been Mm -hmm. rock solid right like Mm -hmm. this is a guy we're looking at comparatively to another tight end on our team and we're saying okay we can count on you like we can rely Mm -hmm. on you ben has been vocal let's get him the ball okay ben then when he's wide open down the seam get him the effing ball yeah Yeah. like there's just gross misuse 
of personnel yeah. on offense from top to bottom. It, it's, I, and it's, and it's it, oh, yes. yes. And you also have to wonder if Ben's not calling audibles at the line of scrimmage and we have the wrong personnel on the field, then how much of this actually is Matt Canada more so than anything else we want it to be more mm -hmm. so than the line more so than, you know, our offensive weapons more so than Ben, how much of it actually is Matt Canada, not putting the right personnel on the field, not making the right play calls with the personnel we have on the field. And how much of it is Mike Tomlin for not being more persistent and overriding it? Yeah. That's our next yeah. question. How culpable yeah. at this point, at one and three, is Mike Tomlin? I mean, it I starts from the top. Mainly. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and people are going to go, Tomlin's never had a losing season, and that's true. And it doesn't have to be here or there. Mike Tomlin has been a great coach. But at this point, when your team's one and three, and you're choosing – to do the same things over and over and over again, what are we doing? Right. And you're letting your offensive coordinator go out and say, yeah, we've looked like ass trash the last two games, but we're just going to keep doing it. We're not going to change someone anything. Someone needs to, if you ask me, someone needs to check Matt Canada. The mm -hmm. failure that Mike Tomlin has made so far this season is not doing so. No. Yeah. Yep. No. And it's uh, – yeah. It's just unacceptable to, to look at the performance that's being put out there by everybody each week and say we have faith in our guys. Like, okay, gr great, but you shouldn't. They're not giving like, you any reason to have faith in them because they are sucking. They aren't right. playing well. So at least acknowledge it and say – like something, anything that would indicate we know that changes need to be made. Also, like kick everybody to the curb. Yeah, it's and don't feed guy. us. Oh, we put all the right guys around Ben. This is yeah. his last year. We're all in. Okay. Garbage. That, it, it certainly doesn't look like that. Ben looks frustrated as hell. And if it, if this does fall to what Charlie Batch is saying and he's not allowed to steer from anything, then what? Are, mm -hmm. I'm going to say that for very soon, but that's okay. I already have. <laughs> it's already an X-rated episode. Oh, like what are we doing? Here's the thing. Mike Mike Tomlin is not one to come out and say anything that will give anything away. But it makes right. you wonder when he says, We have faith in our guys. We are gonna keep doing the same thing. We're on the right trajectory. Trust the process, whatever. It makes you wonder, do you really have faith in your guys or or is this a job security thing? And you're saying mm -hmm. it's there. We have faith because we know the players they can be because we put them there. They're not. Right. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Mike Tomlin's on the hot seat. He's not. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's not right. on the hot seat. He's not going anywhere. Unfortunately, Matt Canada isn't either. And I'm not sure that I want Matt Canada in regardless of who the quarterback is. Because if you are unable to adapt to your specific quarterback because you specialize in a certain offense, then you have no business being the offensive coordinator of a team that has a quarterback that you can't adapt to. Right. Yeah. Like you are on, 
you are the offensive coordinator of Ben Roethlisberger's team. It is not the op- the other way around. Ben Roethlisberger yeah. is not your quarterback. It's the other way around. Yeah, you so, came into this show late, buddy. Like, exa- exactly. Like you knew no what you were getting proven into. NFL track record. So oh. throw that out there too. Because, you know, exactly. we only hire within the organization. Uh, and- I did not want him to get this job. <laughs> it's <laughs> just so, seemed like You're riling her up again. Pep Hamilton was right there. Pep Hamilton was right oh. there. It's so hard to talk about this. I knew yesterday. I was like, please don't make me do this. Please don't make me relive this game. Right. Okay. So let's move on to another thing that was so terrible yesterday, but not really our fault. That offsides call on Joe Hayden. Swung the entire momentum of the game. Yep. Negated yep. a big play from Minka. So mm-hmm. uh, how do we feel about that? I got uh, I got suspended from Twitter once for telling NFL officiating to go play in traffic. I stand by that statement. Yeah, fuck NFL officiating. Um, there it is. There they it is. they should be fined. You they should be they should be reviewed and fined like players are. If that's why yep. are they not like is there no repercussion no. for their no no i think they're somebody said yesterday that they're like graded before they go into the season and maybe throughout and that has something to do with like, if they're like eligible for the next season but i mean i've seen some pretty horrible play calling and the refs still on the field the following season so i'm mm-hmm. not really it's sure how bad you have to be at your job there's no accountability whatsoever Ooh. and Granted, like I'm I'm not going to make the argument that that lost the Steelers the game, because if you can't recover from that right. kind of a momentum shift, of course. then you, you you know, that just happens regardless. However, however, it did shift the course of the game and the fact that that like you can review basically anything else like why in the world when it's that clear cut and then you have gene up in new york reviewing it and saying to all of us watching on television that's not off sides then there should be some way to retract it and walk back on it and that oh it just especially because when you're looking at a play like that it really did affect the outcome of the game. It really mm-hmm, did. It did. It's like the PI on Joe Hayden in the Saints game affected the yep. outcome of the game of this season. Yep. So, like, let's not act like these officials making these game changing calls should be getting off scot free and, oh, it is what it is. You have to be able to make up for the deficiencies at, re- at the referee position. Like, no, no. You are no. doing. You are a referee at the highest level, just like these mm-hmm. players are right. NFL players. They are playing elite. They are the elite mm-hmm. of the elite at right. what they do. So are you. So mm-hmm. be better. Be better. Be better yeah. at your job or bye. I don't understand. Yeah. I think lie. yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. There should be re- repercussions. Okay. You make a horrible play call. You're suspended for a game without right. pay, like without players pay. are. Or yes. you're fine. And then guess what? You're probably going to make less horrible play calls. Yeah. Yeah. And let's tack yeah. a number. Let's tack a number on like, okay, um, however much like every call, like if you if you call someone offsides and they weren't offsides, that's a 
$30,000 fine or however right. much, I don't know. Yeah. Reps make a good yeah. amount of money. They could make they a chunk of change. And so they do. whatever, tack a number on every single, on PIs, mm-hmm. on false starts, illegal formations, all of it. Roughing the passer. Taunting, taunting. <laughs> and let's just see. Holding. Let's see how many yep. of these calls they think twice about before throwing that stupid yellow flag. Let's do that, NFL. Let's get on that. Because if we're going to find the players, if we're going to suspend the players, let's do the same for the other side. Let's level the playing field a little bit. Mm -hmm. All right. 100%. Sack streak began again, guys. (sighs) Only 75 more games to go. (laughs) Woo, let's go. Yay. At least we locked TJ down for a considerable amount of that time, so. Yeah. Um, I I don't know, guys. It was another embarrassing loss on Bad. the road. There's not much more we can say. Is there any hope of recovering this season? Can we be redeemed? If, if the tone of, pre- of the press conferences was different than it, currently is if there was any level of concern or even just like a a little smidge of panic like just a smattering of it it doesn't have to be a ton i would i would be more inclined to say just a yes smattering there's, there's just hope. salt base some concern on the exactly just, just a little sprinkle. bit yep some jimmies like, on top I, I i don't see that though and that is what makes me feel like they they really they're not just saying that all in. to say it. They believe that this team can be good the w- with the trajectory that they're currently on. And mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to make any changes. I don't think they're going to try to do anything. I would have so much more faith in the remainder of the season. All Mike Tomlin would have to do would be come out on Tuesday and be like, we're making some changes. Something, something's changing. Something's got to yeah. change. Yeah. I, you know, do a Tomlinism. The, you know the definition of insanity. I don't have to tell you. Next. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, some, come up with something that we can all put on a T-shirt mm-hmm. that's going to, like, mark the turning point of this season. But yeah. tell me something. Tell me change is coming. Like. Give us hope. I feel we like I'm campaigning yet. for Obama. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the hardest part is because, yeah, last week's press conference clearly translated to this week's game. So I don't know what to expect at this point anymore. And it is it's very frustrating. To see such little adjustment Mm -hmm. is the reason I'm going to say no, I don't think that this season gets much better than this. I see so much potential in a lot of aspects of this team. I do. I think that we are very strong at some positions. Unfortunately, the complementary positions that help those positions to be strong are weak. (laughs) We can't have a good receiving game, running game, passing game without a great offensive line or a good offensive Mm -hmm. line or a decent offensive line. Average. I would take average at this point. We don't have any of those. So like, of course the offense is stagnant. Of course, when the personnel on the field is not matching the plays that need to happen, the play calling that the 
calls. Like nothing. It's a mismatch. It's a big, fat Matt Canada mismatch. My God. It's like, oh God, it's like trying to put like dog turds on ice cream and calling it a hot fudge sundae. Like, this is the second episode in a row we've mentioned turds. So <laughs> oh, turd streak. Watch it. Oh, oh my <laughs> Two episodes. Oh my God. If this season continues on this trajectory, we will we'll be, be mentioning turds a whole lot. The whole <laughs> we will have a new streak going for sure. We'll set a record. I promise. Um, all right, let's look forward to next week. I mean, do we want to look forward to it? No. Do we want to just no? Sleep? I don't. I, I want to. I want it to be our five week. Through it. I yeah. just want it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> End the season now. One and three. I want it to call be it. Over. All right. Next oh. week we are at home against Denver. Denver's pretty good this year, guys. Yeah, they are. F it all. Of course they are. Um, <laughs> I Jerry Judy is so good. Um, you look at know. Denver and you look at like even their special teams, like Deontay yeah. Spencer. Yeah. And we let him go. Why? I'm gonna say the one who? that got away. Hmm. Wasn't it yeah. Ryan Switzer? It was for Ryan Switzer. So yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that was worth it. <laughs> at least we <laughs> got rid of him. Yeah, so I'm I'm a little worried about Denver. I'm not going to lie to you, but there's not Same. one single team in this entire league, guys, that I'm not worried about right now. Yeah, Jacksonville uh, could, could come in. I was the just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Jets I mean, beat the Titans, so that was the worst game, and it took so, so long. I just wanted it to end. Yeah. <laughs> the the mantra for yesterday. Make overall, it stop. Make it stop, new, guys. New slogan, Yinzers, make it make stop. Make it stop. We're putting Please that on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> Guys, we'll put it on a shirt. It'll be in the store tomorrow. Check it out. All right, let's wrap this thing up before we get to uh, delirious. Before I have a hernia. Depressed. Yeah. Guys, the commercials are right. Depression hurts. Thank you so much, uh, Steeler Nation, for joining us. Um, as always, it has been real <laughs> it's been it's real been interesting real <laughs> uh, thoughts and prayers from us too yeah. and please give your thoughts and prayers to us as well um and and be sure to follow us on twitter at yinzers and on instagram at yinzers official don't forget to subscribe so we can kick it with you every tuesday we'll see you next week for another episode of yinzers <laughs> <laughs>